0: Faith Fit Radio and the Diocese of Orlando presents Ex Nihilo with Father Martin Wen, a program that is seeking to lead young adults to Christ and to enkindle a deeper faith that is fully alive. Now, here is your host.
1: Well, hello, folks. Happy New Year. Actually, it's the end of the year for the Asians because we don't start our new year until early February, I think. Really?
0: What's next year going to be? The year uh, of I the think, lion. The year no, of the dragon. I
1: think it's the year of the chicken.
0: The year of the <laughs> <laughs> you totally made that up. So it's the year of the McNugget.
1: <laughs> McDonald's is going to have a
0: lot of fun. Oops, th- um, was I supposed to say that? Never mind. <laughs> it's okay. They, they don't sponsor us. I don't uh, think that's going to happen anytime soon. So the year of the McNugget is coming up on the Chinese calendar. Uh, but here in the world of Catholica, this is the solemnity of Mary, the mother of God. This is the time when we celebrate uh, Mary's relationship to Christ as the mother, as his mother. And Steve has very very creatively come up
1: with a beautiful title to add it to the hundreds titles of Mary. That's right.
0: We're going to put this forward for approval by the Vatican. We're going to send this directly to Pope Francis uh, via Twitter. Uh, But we're actually thinking, Mary, Queen of My Resolutions. I'm not quite
1: sure that's going to happen anytime soon. Or
0: Mary, Mother of My Resolutions. Does that work? No?
1: Well... Anyway, technicalities. Let's get to the point, now, Steve. Let's talk
0: a little bit about the solemnity, Father. So, all right, Mary, when does the solemnity happen? It's on January the first. That's right. So, uh, which
1: is commonly known as before as the circumcision of Jesus.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say New Year's Day or <laughs> football day because all the bowl games happen. You know, well, it used to be all like the big, the meaningful bowl games were January first that was like bowl game day and now with the bcs it goes on into like why does he always have this the
1: abundance of like unnecessary information because
0: this is what's going on and everybody's like, there's nobody out there right now who doesn't understand the january one it's like here in orlando we have a big we have a big bowl game it's like the underoos bowl or something and it's happening right here
1: oh this is radio so you really can't see my face not caring but (laughs) (laughs) anyway let's get back to the motherhood of mary
0: So you're talking about the Feast, the Solemnity of Mary, the Mother of God, and that's true. This is actually a fairly new uh, celebration. So um, for years and years, the typical celebration, and it still is largely in the Eastern Church, is the Feast of the Circumcision and the Naming of Jesus. Of Jesus, right? Because eight days after, after you're born, if you're a good Jew, what happens? You get circumcised. But
1: even from the very beginning, uh, the churches believe in the motherhood of Jesus. Remember St. John's, the the, the title that John used for uh, for Mary was the mother of Jesus. That's right. And if we believe in the divinity of Christ, then we do we Which do is believe. important,
0: right? The divinity of Christ is kind of central to being a Christian. So why is this such a new celebration? I mean, clearly, the church has held for a long time, True. Uh, obviously, um, and acknowledged the integral part Mary played in the role... Uh, of, of God becoming man or the incarnation. Um, And it's kind of interesting that, that really um, in terms of, of, of a solemnity, it wasn't really proclaimed kind of for the universal church solemnity until I believe the late 1960s. Um, Because, and I think, you know, I think part of that is because when we think about Mary, there's kind of two other dates uh, associated with Mary that, that uh kind of take i don't know they don't, it's not so much that they take precedence but i think they're more popular if you're that's...
1: talking about the assumption and the immaculate conception
0: yeah yeah exactly and also the annunciation. oh
1: never mind see the annunciation. i had i had a brain fart just good now. news <laughs>
0: you're pregnant <laughs>
1: Steve is killing me today, man. I know. It's been a rough (laughs) afternoon.
0: It's been a a strange day. So, it's 85 degrees. It feels like it should be the middle of August. We should be running around in shirts and short sleeves, going to the pool, and it's like, you know. (laughs) Anyway, so, so, yeah. So, those two celebrations really took precedence in the church. And so... Um, it was it took a little bit of time for this to kind of come back into kind of come back into fashion, so to speak. Sure. Um, and, and really so we've only been uh, celebrating it um, for really the last probably 46, 47 years. But it's interesting for us if you're here in the Diocese of Orlando um, and if you were in the United States, um, because Mary is the patroness of both the United States and the Diocese of Orlando. Right, but so, under
1: different titles, though.
0: Under different titles. She has many titles.
1: She su- she Just like you does. do, Father <laughs> And you do not want to know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I find it very interesting because the motherhood of Mary as the mother of God is the oldest uh, belief in the Catholic Church as, as far as I know. Um, yes, but certainly we we didn't have an official or uh, formal uh, solemnity for her until very recently.
0: Uh, but that's as the mother, the, yeah, as, as the, the mother, mother God. Yeah. yeah, So Which is, like you said, it is kind of strange. It's such a it's such an important thing. It's so central. I mean, not to not to 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 downplay the Annunciation. That's important, right? Because mm-hmm. it, in the Annunciation, we learn about kind of the characteristics and the aspects of Mary, and really from. Really, scripturally, from the Annunciation, we kind of draw out the the, the Immaculate Conception, right? right Comes right. out of that largely, and then of course the Assumption of Mary, um, which which is super significant because it just you know it's so um, it so speaks to her central role as and and her relationship with Christ. I mean, mm-hmm. the person who who he trusted more than anyone else, the one person whom God trusted in more than anybody else. Uh, to take care of him and to walk with him and share in his ministry with his mom. Sure. And
1: uh, I think our Eastern brothers and sisters are a little ahead of us in this sense because the, the title Theotokos has been around for us a long, Since, long well, time. It's a Greek
0: title, so that goes back pretty far. So
1: for those of you who do not know Greek, Theotokos means the bearer of God. That's right. And that is the official title, the the, uh, the most common title that the Eastern churches have Use for our Blessed Mother. Now, another aspect of a new year is resolutions. Ah, uh, right? yes, let's that's return right. to the topic of resolutions. So, returning
0: to the well, the topic of resolutions. So, so it is. So, New Year's, right, brings in, and we think kind of if you think kind of about Mary and her role as the Mother of God and the bringing forth of something new and good into the world, um, every year everybody starts out the new year with their long list of resolutions of new good things are going to bring forth in themselves nobody ever has I, I seldom do people have resolutions to do bad in the new new year have you I, ever had I, one of those i, I like, don't this know year, gonna <laughs> this year i'm going to steal more this year i'm going to have five twinkies a day instead of the three i had last year so people don't that was
1: my resolution last year <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> how did it go
1: it did not end not well. <laughs> well not well
0: so so yeah so typically i mean when we think about resolutions we think about bring the bringing forth of new uh, or improvements into our lives or so things that are going to be good, right? Um, Correct. And we usually make a huge list of them, right? Like I'm going to – some typical – What did, besides the Twinkie resolution, what was your other – you were going to use the Thigh Master every day, right? So I'm going to eat <laughs> no. five Twinkies and use the Thigh master every single day. I know that was your resolution. You were down in the was, seminary. Was that What why, else could you do? Uh, was that why I couldn't genuflect the other day? <laughs> That's right. That's right. In the spirit of Monsignor Tubes, who was all about fitness – Oh, he would love that you mentioned him on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, no, obviously
1: with the start of a new year, you want to start on something positive. And so typically, you know, be a little more fit, be more attentive to uh, your health and do this and do that.
0: Those are all boring. Can we do like interesting? What's an interesting resolution? What's the most interesting resolution you've heard? You've probably heard many
1: oh no no i've just started hearing confession this past six months so i can't tell you all
0: that much about it (laughs) (laughs) of course you can't tell you're breaking the law (laughs) nothing by the way i'm not saying anything (laughs) right well what are some i mean think about um so we think about resolutions i mean typically people i think people tend to swing to the fences right Mm -hmm. always think about the big giant things we're gonna do i'm gonna you know i'm gonna run a marathon this year i'm gonna uh i'm gonna climb mount everest i'm gonna you know it's always like we set these kind of in a sense impossibly high goals for ourselves and and we kind of we're like i'm gonna dive of the new year you're all full of vinegar and you're excited maybe you're making the resolution on new year's eve so you you maybe had a couple too many and so you know you're thinking a little bit bigger than maybe you should <laughs> uh and then what happens is is reality sets back in right you charge off into the new year head full of steam but by february what's happening you gave up on all of your resolutions. Right. And by Ash, by Ash Wednesday, you're like, I'm going to give up all my resolutions for Lent. Woo! <laughs> I've done something good <laughs> for God. I gave up all my resolutions.
1: But the thing is, being of a very practical mind, my only question is has always been, you know, what good does it serve? What does it serve? Your resolutions. Right. Is there a purpose for it? Because when you don't see the results, when you don't see uh, that you're achieving something, then you get discouraged and you give up so
0: what's one, your advice then so <coughs> so I, if i would like small goals small and achievable small goals. goals small achievable so in,
1: goals. instead of you know making your resolution just going out there and save the whole world mm-hmm. well save one person save yourself save yourself yeah yes. what's
0: a good way to save yourself i mean little steps let's not get crazy little steps
1: little steps and uh, and in a sense it, it gives you a sense of accomplishments it gives you the, uh, the the motivation to keep trying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if
0: my resolution, my Steve Buckland's resolution for 2017 is, I'm going to be more like Christ.
1: Oh, oh, that's always good,
0: right? So, Start what would you, basic. what would Father Martin say would be two or maybe three good resolutions that I could, I could adopt? would help me be more like Christ in 2017.
1: Let's start with a kitty. WWJD, what would Jesus do? Mm, Right, another shirt. (laughs) Another (laughs) t-shirt. To become become more Christ-like. Okay, so let's go back to the most basic things that he teaches us. Okay. Loving God and loving others.
0: Right. The Ten Commandments distilled to two.
1: And so think of something very concrete, like what can I do to express my my love for God, and what can I do to truly reflect charity in my life for other people?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm already going, I'm already going to Mass, Father. On so fa- that's exciting. I go, you know, 58 times a year, whether I need it or not. It's like Saturday shower. You know, I've, then... never, I've
1: never done the Mass. I don't know why Steve keep bringing up the Mass. Like, because many...
0: it's so embarrassingly, it's such an embarrassingly small amount of time that that we're asked to be giving thanks to God. There's over 9,000 hours in a year. Right. So 58 hours out of like 9,000 just oh, seems you have so no idea how small, how big. and yet it's so
1: big. Yeah, right? for, for some people those 58 hours are just too much to give.
0: People are spending 58 hours playing Pokemon Go. You can easily do that. Are I they could still attest playing to, Pokemon to that Go? because
1: we cat is still doing it.
0: Yeah, that's right. He's still catching Pokemon. That's not That's, true. Disgusting. that's not true. <laughs> but, like, how many hours have you... I think there was a study that came out people watch an average of something like 30 hours of television a week. That's so, true. So, basically, in, like, you can watch two weeks worth of television and you'll have spent more time than God asks you to come and give thanks to him for the gift of television. Now, that seems a little topsy-turvy to yeah, me. Yeah, and
1: it's sad for me to see sometimes, but an hour seem a little too much for everybody. Um... Um so yeah let's get with the most basic thing okay Help going me out. to mass
0: going to mass so if i was going to make a rest so i'm already going to mass right so you're at home and you're like yeah guys that's great thanks for the not very helpful tip um i already go to mass so I show up, I do everything I'm supposed to do, I stand where I'm supposed to stand, I sit when I'm supposed to sit, Ah, I kneel when I'm supposed to kneel, I throw money in the basket, Father, I mean, I'm doing it, I'm going through all the motions.
1: Sure, that's it, going through the motion, but really, have you actually gone to worship? Because going to Mass is one thing, but you're spending 59 minutes out of an hour resenting the fact that you're sitting there in church then it makes no difference. The question is, what am I getting out of Mass? Or what am I giving in in order to
0: get out of it? Right. Uh, You don't just... So you would say... So so here's a suggestion, all right? So you would say to me, okay, well, it's great that you're going to Mass every day, uh, or on Sundays, or maybe you go to daily Mass. So it's great that you go to Mass on Sundays. So... What's one way I can do a better job of giving, of showing God how sincerely thankful I am in the context of the Mass? What are some little things that I could do? Maybe Active participation. Right. And so, okay, so um, I already do that. I stand up and I sit down. Maybe I could do, like, help me about some things I could do before I get there. So maybe one of the things, so my suggestion would be take five minutes, read the readings for the coming sunday oh yeah that's, that's go. a good suggestion right because we think about mass is kind of broken down into two parts right we have kind of the liturgy of the word two main parts liturgy of the word liturgy of the eucharist liturgy of the word we know what the readings are going to be they're already set out as you mentioned we're in the lovely cycle a mm-hmm. so uh you can grab a cool app like laudate or many of the other you can go to usccb.org or the diocesan website Take a gander at the readings for the coming weekend. Read through them once, maybe twice, so that when you sit down and you're you're experiencing the Word of God again, uh, you're not hearing it for the first time. Now, most people won't like this though, but uh, not
1: rushing into mass at like five minutes late. Try to get oh. there a little early because <clears throat> then we need we need time for our mind and our Decelerate. heart to to settle down and to actually participate in something so sacred. And so it's not going to do any good if you come in late screaming at your kids to hurry up and then you sit down all flustered and angry. Uh, it's a little hard to get something out
0: of Mass if
1: this, your disposition is not ready.
0: That's right. You're not coming with open arms. So I can leave a little bit earlier for Mass. I could be. That's a nice, easy resolution. Um, I could read the readings before Mass. So, so far, we've come up with, with about an extra 15 minutes worth of stuff, right? Yeah. So leave ten minutes earlier. Spend five minutes reading the readings. Um, like now you may say that, Father, that's
1: just not practical. You don't have a family, and you don't know the the, the pain of getting the kids out of bed. But truly, that when there is a will, there's a way. Is that what they say? Absolutely. And yeah. So yeah, that's true.
0: And and you know, I mean, another thing that we can do is is you can if you're really feeling uh, feeling ambitious and you really kind of I'm going to improve my I'm going to improve my mass. Um, you can get uh, a little thing called a Magnificat, mm-hmm. and the Magnificat actually has printed out for you. You can get them. I think it's magnificat.org. You can order the Magnificat. It actually has all the prayers um, that we use during Liturgy of the Eucharist. So mm-hmm. it has the the Eucharistic prayers in there. It has the, the colic prayer that's normally in the, the priest binder or in the missal. Um, so you can actually follow along with and and be more engaged in the prayers that are being said by the celebrant.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, here's another uh, suggestion or resolution for you to consider. Now, a lot of people in the y- new year focus a lot on their physical training and trying mm. to lose weight and get more fit. How about your spiritual life, your soul? Work a little bit on the virtues. That's right. Isn't it
0: your goal to do 20 push-ups a day in 2017? I can do 25. Can you really? I know. Are That's you sure? It. Is your back straight? <laughs> we can You need to watch him do his push-ups. No, I don't think so.
1: (laughs) But anyway, yeah, just focus on your spiritual life. How am I going to work on myself so that I can become a better person? That is a pretty good uh, start.
0: Right. Uh, Right. Well, I think one of the things I asked you was more like Christ. So if I want to be a better person and I want to be more Christ-like, I want to go out into the world and I want to see the world with Jesus' eyes, not so much the what would Jesus do. I'm more interested in the what does Jesus see. Ah, the lenses that you look through the world. Ah, right. But see,
1: you you can't see things like Jesus does without knowing who he is.
0: And that's true. So another interesting resolution might be? Prayer. Prayer, or maybe if you haven't in a long time, or maybe if you never have, it's okay to say you never have, maybe crack open the Gospels. Uh-huh. Yeah, we always recommend, Father Martin and I always recommend the Gospel of Mark. Because it's the shortest gospel. absolutely, And it's it's very fast-paced. Fast-paced. You can get through it in like a half an hour. Um, No, that's an exaggeration. No, no. Well, if you read with any proficiency. (laughs) uh, But but importantly, it's it's very concise, right? As Father mentioned, easy read, easy to, to digest and comprehend. And it begins to give you a deeper sense of not only who Christ was, but how he lived his life and what kind of example he set for us.
1: Right, yeah, and and if you want to move on to the next book, I think the Gospel of Luke is another very beautiful start because it is called the Gospel of Mercy, right? And and the way that the whole story flows is just absolutely beautiful. That highlights the the mercy, the compassion, and the love that God has for humanity. So so far we, present... and then you can get to Revelation. Oh, that's when
0: things get interesting. That's when the fireworks happen. That's when you get seven headed monsters. That's when you get dragons and blood. Leave that what? spoiler alert. Oh, uh, sorry. That's, sorry, that's sorry. enough
1: topic for the future. <laughs> but right now, achievable goals, people. Achievable goals. <laughs> that's
0: right. So small goals. So small goals that help us be more like Christ, help bring more good out of ourselves into the world. Um, that's great. I mean we always kind of talk about it. I think I always feel like kind of the ad nauseums are like, well, I can go to confession. Right. So in the new year, I'm going to resolve to go to confession more often. Whatever that is, I'm just going to. True, or, or life or happens gonna,
1: and people get busy, and, well. and that's the, one of the first things that they forget going to confession.
0: Right, and I always say to people um, when we have folks who come through the cathedral, is the issue isn't scheduling the confession, the issue is scheduling the self-examination. So, oh. so you're always you're almost kind of putting the cart before the horse. So it's like, well, I'm going to go and next year I'm going to go to confession more. I've been really bad about that. I'm going to go every month, but that's not the point, right? So I think before you even get to confession is next year I'm going to spend five minutes every Friday or ten minutes every Friday, just taking a time out for some self-examination and determining, you know, have I lived as Jesus asked me to live? Like very small button. step. Right, mm-hmm. And then out of that, you'll determine whether or not you need to get to confession. Well,
1: Socrates once says, uh, an examined life is not worth living, so we' we'll call called to reflect. We're <laughs> a creature with a brain, and so we look back on on the way we live, and we just see where we're strayed
0: a little bit, right? Right. Uh, well, I like I mean, I kind of like the the way kind of St. Ignatius kind of lays it out, right. Mm. That we're taking, we're taking time to put ourselves, we shut out the distractions, we take time to put ourselves in God's presence. And, and usually that's kind of some sort of desert, some sort of mental desert, where, meaning that there's nothing else going on, there's nothing distracting you. Um, and begin to ask yourself, you know, what, roll through the questions of, you know, where, where did I see the, the face of Christ today? What did I, what did I do today that was good? You know, mm-hmm. definitely reflect on the good things you've done. What did I do where I might have fallen short? Or what have I done where I, or I didn't meet the expectations I know God has in me? Right. right? What Steve just mentioned is uh, the prayer
1: of b- uh, examination of consciousness by St. Ignatius. And uh, to my dear friends who are struggling with the daily business of life and the, the unending rhythms, one thing after another, it is always good for us to, to take a little pause and and you'll be amazed of the the progress that you make just by spending a little bit of time to re-examine your day, your week, and see the presence of God. And and somehow it, it truly help us refocus, help us to advance as well. So it definitely is a powerful tool for prayers. And perhaps in in the future, I'd like to bring in Father Jorge Torres, who is really an expert in this. Uh, in this area uh he he's an expert in spirituality and and uh ignatius prayer uh which he can probably help us a little bit more details
0: and uh and step-by-step uh instructions i'm writing that down as the first resolution you have for 2017 Oh Get my goodness, father gracious. jorge on the podcast
1: I, I certainly will. He lives in the same house, by the <laughs> way, so I'll track him down. Should
0: be easy. Should be easy. So what are some resolutions you have uh, for this year? Give, give me two resolutions that as a priest, because you're pretty holy already. Uh, so <laughs> as a priest, two that. resolutions that you, you might consider for yourself or things you're thinking about for next year.
1: Actually, uh, don't don't laugh at me, but before I was ordained a priest, I, I came up with seven resolutions. How I live, my how I want to live my priesthood, and one of them is to become to fall in love with Christ every day more and more, and sometimes honest to you that being a priest and in the midst of so many things going on, sometimes that's the first thing to go, because right. you're being pulled in so many different directions, and so I wanted to refocus on that one particular um, resolution to become a better friend, to become uh, to become more in love with Christ because he is the reason why I do what I do and live this vocation. It, it was because I fell in love with him and tried to fall in love with him every day. That is why I stay a priest. That is why I want to be a priest. And so my one, like I said, small and practical uh, resolution, I want to just work on that one resolution to
0: fall in love with Christ every day. That's awesome and deeper. Cannot cannot top that. So on that note we wish everyone a happy new year, a happy feast of the solemnity of Mary Mother of God. Happy new year people. Faithfit Radio and the Diocese of Orlando presented Ex Nihilio with Father Martin Wen. Thank you for listening. Check out the podcast at faithfitradio.org. And tune in next time. May you be blessed with peace and joy.